This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. What did our ancestors get right about peace that we have forgotten? What can we learn from the past to help us deal with the chaos that comes from not having sufficient peace? People are so stressed and, and lacking in peace. And I look back to one of my favorite philosophers, Epicurus. And in this podcast, I'm going to talk about three tips that Epicurus gave so many years ago. Great ancient wisdom to help us achieve a sense of peace in our life simple tips that I've been applying and have changed my life and I know will really help you. I'm your host, Dr. Caroline Leaf, and welcome to Cleaning Up the Mental Mess. And I know you're going to enjoy today's podcast about finding peace in your life. But just before we begin, I just want to remind you that our, my NeuroCycle app is now available as a web app as well. And for first-time users, you can get 20% off. So if you go to the link in the show notes, you'll be able to see the, the link there with the code to be able to get 20% off. We also have great discounts on our Brainy Bundle. And the Brainy Bundle is this cutest little brainy, which is the character that I created to help children, adults and children basically process the challenges of life and the mental health challenges, anxiety, depression, dealing with what they're exposed to, helping a parent help a child manage their mental health. I just read an article um, this morning about how there's been such an increase in children landing in the ER because of their mental health. Mental health has been so badly handled for the last 40 years and our children are really suffering. And so this book is a life changer for parents, adults, teachers in terms of helping to help you understand mental health and help your child process through the challenges of life so that they can deal with those traumas and things that happen um, in life and the vagaries of life and so on. And, and we've got the little toy which helps a child as young as two and three and four just to to manage these things, these difficult issues and to a way of talking about these deep, difficult issues. And we have the coloring book as well. So this is a whole brainy bundle, which is brainy and friends coloring various different scenarios. So literally the book is a guide for you and the children can be coloring in the book and the book helps you to talk through the issue with your child and they can you can use the toy as well. So it all works together as a kit to help with mental health. And for those of you that want to watch this podcast as well as listen, head over to my YouTube channel, Dr. Caroline Neef, and you can actually watch this podcast on YouTube as well. So let's dive in. What did our ancestors get right that helped with peace? And what can we learn from that? You know, we study history so that we can learn from the past and that we can learn from past mistakes and that we can, you know, history in general and then history in our own lives. You know, every mistake is something that we can learn from and we can learn what to do and what not to do. But over the years, I do think we sometimes forget the advice that 
such basic good advice that comes through from ancient wisdom. And Epicurus is, wrote a lot about peace, and he has three main tips. Had has three main tips about achieving um, peace. And Epicurus, for those of you that don't know, was a Greek philosopher and a sage, and he founded Epicureanism, which is ba- is a highly influential school of philosophy. And he highlighted three elements that made for a good life, that helped to achieve peace. And these three are so simple, so basic, not earth-shattering, but things that we really should focus on in our life to achieve peace. So you want peace, you want to have peace, a peaceful, good life that is going to have all kinds of chaos thrown at you. But by using these three, applying these three principles in your life, you can achieve a sense of peace to help you through the chaos of life and therefore a good have a good life. And they are prioritizing, prioritizing time with friends, the right to enjoy meaningful and purposeful work, and an examined life built around a core value system. Okay, so let's dive into each one of these. So the first tip he gives for leading a more peaceful life is prioritizing time with friends. Now, this tip couldn't come at a better time because we know we have an epidemic of loneliness. We know I've spoken about this on this podcast. I've interviewed Dr. Vivek Murphy, our Surgeon General, who's written a book and speaks extensively about the impact of isolation and what we can do about that in our very individualistic society in the United States and pretty much stretching globally. Um, And loneliness, I mean, it puts our cardiovascular system at risk, it puts it, it basically affects all the systems of our body. So prioritizing time with friends is extremely important. And the pandemic, as we know, changed that and has been a main contributor to people not spending as much time with their friends as what they should. And there's such a massive um, link between physical and mental health and friendliness, which we all, friends, which we all know instinctively, but let me just give you a couple of pieces of research. Berkeley neuroscientist Emiliana Simon Thomas has found that people with the strongest social connections are the happiest. By the way, for these links that I give in these podcasts, you can um, see them on my blog. So if you go to my blog at drleaf.com, you jump on our email list. If you, um, if you go and join our email list, you're going to get alerts to these podcasts and whatever's going on in in, um, in our um, app and all kinds of things. But you'll also get access to the blog and the links for these research articles that are often referenced in my podcast or in the blog. Okay, so she's found that people with the strongest social connections are the happiest. Um, and happiest and experience the most peace. So stronger social connections, and that's something that you have to work at. You know, you can't just meet with someone once or twice. To build a relationship, as we all know, takes time. And, you know, we've kind of changed a lot of our priorities. And, it's, you know, it's kind of easier not to go to the gym with your friend. It's easier just to work out at home. Or it's easier to just, you know, maybe, maybe you know, chat on the phone, but maybe instead of really making an effort to meet for lunch and have that different kind of face-to-face interaction and all these things that we know. But the question that I'm really reminding you of in looking back at the ancient wisdom is that are you prioritizing time with friends? Is it a priority in your life or is it just that it'll happen sometime? My husband and I have deliberately and intentionally made the decision that we haven't spent quite enough time with our friends. We spend a lot of time with our family, a lot of time with each other because we're working together. Um, but we need to spend more time prioritizing seeing our friends. So this has been a this is a big, this is a, a very worthwhile scientific fact that 
prioritizing time with friends will help your health. Our bodies respond very positively when we, when we become active members in a community. Because every experience you have is a mind-brain-body thing, psychoneurobiology, when you are interacting with friends, it's a, it's activates, it's natural, it's activating the wired full of nature that we have. So everything in our brain and body and mind is all geared towards your survival and towards your um, functioning at a better level. And prioritizing time with friends creates a very healthy response in your body um, and makes you healthier, basically. So just some examples of that, um, we all there's so much talk about dopamine and it's kind of simplified to a certain extent. But it's the, the mesolimbic dopamine system is, has, is, is associated with addiction. And addiction means to be consumed by something. And it's very often got negative connotations like being addicted to drugs or alcohol. Um, generally addiction to become consumed by something. We consume by that something to deal with something in our life. So if we're consumed in the negative sense by maybe using alcohol to deal with not being able to live with your thoughts because you've gone through something or whatever. So generally in the, in the negative sense, being addicted to something is being consumed by doing something almost to avoid it as a coping mechanism and to avoid facing that issue. But it's not sustainable and we know it has long-term crashes. On the positive side, on the, on the healthy side, we, we are literally wired to be consumed by love and part of love is friendships. And so prioritizing friendships activates this mesolimbic dopamine system, which is designed to be activated by things that are love in nature and prioritizing friends and having, uh, which means that you actually spend good amount of decent quality time interacting, supporting, helping, chatting, not just a now and then, but prioritizing good quality time is going to help the mesolimbic dopamine system work more efficiently. So when the when that system works more efficiently, we also um, act, we also activate our various other chemicals like oxytocin, which you would have heard of as a bonding chemical, but it's really uh, important chemical for that when you when you, for body health, but also for cognitive health. Um, it helps with learning. We see oxytocin oxytocin works with serotonin when we when we are learning new things. So we get that. Um, when you prioritizing friendship, you improve your memory, you improve your your neuroplasticity, your cognitive skills as well, which is very important for brain health and mind health. Um, and then, just as as an aside, an article that I'm that caught my attention related to prioritizing friendships was one recently that I'm going to do a whole podcast on it because it was so interesting. But it was published in March in Sapiens Lab, Mental State of the World 2022 report. They, they did an article on that um, talking about how people have got less friends. That basically the, the, sub, the, the subtitle of the article totally caught my attention and so related to this prioritizing friendship thing because it said that the average, the research shows that the average 30-year-old has shed 4.5 friends since the start of the epidemic. So people, since the start of the pandemic, sorry, people have gone, have lost up to four and a half friends. So I know you don't have a half a friend, but I mean, it's just a statistic. So in other words, people have gone from maybe having four to five friends to having maybe only one or no deep friendships. They're just not really seeing their friends anymore. And that's a major problem because, and I'm going to read one quote from directly from there, when it comes to living a long and healthy life, long and healthy life, one meta-analysis found that strong social relationships, which is prioritizing, you can't get a strong social relationship unless you've prioritized the friendship, mattered more than healthy weight and were comparable with quitting smoking. So we know that 
that quitting smoking is going to increase your lifespan. What they are saying here is that a strong social relationship that comes from prioritizing um, friendships and social interaction, which is what Epicurus said all those many, many years ago, is going to increase your physical and mental health. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even though introverts, you may be an introvert and you may like being alone, we st- and there's nothing wrong with that, but you're still going to need, you may need not as much time if people that are more extrovert will spend maybe more time with their friends or need people around them more. But whether you like being alone, we all need to have alone time too, but whether you like a lot or a little bit of alone time, we all as humans need to prioritize social relationships. The key here is prioritizing, developing quality social relationships. So... Um, the other thing is spending time with friends and loved ones enables us to grow in ourselves. So it has so many great benefits besides the physical and, and mental health. We as people get better. We grow in ourselves. We develop our characters while we're interacting with others. We listen. We learn to listen. We learn to share information. We learn to help others. We get different perspectives. We um, we learn, um, we have discussions that can that expand our, 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 our perspective of life and our mindsets and, and how we look at life. It helps you make changes that you need to make, make need to make. When you're spending a lot of time with someone, you get to that point where they can tell you when you're doing things that are, you know, maybe you shouldn't be doing those things or maybe you should be doing those things and, you know, maybe you should do more of that and less of that. You know, so there's, there's honesty that comes from prioritizing to create a quality relationship. So, you know, that and that as you grow in your mind like that, that's reflected as healthy growth in your brain, which is called neuroplasticity. So healthy mind in the healthy growth in the mind means healthy growth in the brain, which means a healthier brain and mind, which means a healthier mind, brain, and body. So um, these are these are I mean these are things that we just need to function more efficiently. We also get a release when we have those you know, those great conversations where you just dial in and you just connect and have a, a great fun time and um, it, it 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 just changes how you uh, it, it, how you see yourself and how you see situations. So you could be in a difficult situation, or you could be in um, going through a heavy time at work, or trying to solve a crisis, or trying to solve a difficult problem. That's not necessarily that there's a trauma, but you just have to solve a problem. And um, just maybe chatting to a friend or taking a little work break and having a good laugh or something with a close friend or sharing something that's just. You know, like that only friends have that's a special things that you share can help to unjam things and break those blocks that have potentially happened in your creativity. And um, it, and, and that also releases a, 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 chemical, a neurochemical called anandamide, which is known as the bliss hormone. That, that kind of breaking the tension sort of thing or having those beautiful deep conversations or having that really great quality time with someone. And we know when oxytocin and dopamine and anandamide are flowing and we know that the gamma waves are flowing, we know we're getting very healthy responses in the chemicals and the energy of the mind-brain-body connection and therefore the physical systems of the body function in a better way. So the cardiovascular system and the immune system and the endocrine system, you know, all the things that you need to make you work, work more efficiently with friendships. 
basically bottom line. It writes from the chemicals to the energy to the cells to the muscle to the systems to the you know the organs within the systems to the whole person functioning. So um, that's like it's you know it's really worth prioritizing time. The second tip that Epicurus talks about to lead a more peaceful life is the right to enjoy meaningful and purposeful work. So this is an interesting one because the, the key words here are the right, that we have a right as humans. We, we have a right to do work that's, that makes us feel that there's meaning, that it's meaningful, it means something. It's not just this routine that doesn't mean anything. And also that um, it, it has purpose. So it's, you know, we, we, all, we hear this all the time in stories and books and conversations that people want to feel that their life has meaning and a sense of purpose. And, and let's expand that concept of purpose for just a moment because very often purpose is, and I'm going to read the sentence here because I'm going to read it better than I'm going to say it. Um, we should be careful of focusing on purpose um, as a sole thing or this one thing that we're going to discover, like some sort of hidden treasure that you've got a purpose and you're going to discover this. And once you've discovered this purpose, your life's going to just, you know, be this amazing thing. Rather, it's better to look and healthier to look at purpose as not the thing that you do, but rather what happens in others when you do what you do. So not the sole thing that you do, not this, this hidden treasure that you're going to find and do, but the thing that you do, and, and as you're doing it, what happens in other people as you're doing it. So for example, this work, um, I have meaning and purpose in my work because I do lots of research and I do clinical trials and I write books and I do these podcasts around the mind-brain-body connection to understand the mind, to be able to help us as humans, if we understand our mind more efficiently, we can be happier and more at peace and understand how to that anxiety and worry and depression can work for us and not against us and how to deal with stresses and how to improve that sense of peace in our life and the, everything I do is has got that meaning. So what I'm doing, and I spend these hours with my clinical team, my research team, and, and and when I practice and so on, is what I'm doing is important and meaningful because of what it's doing in others. When people come and tell me at the book table that this has saved their life and that it saved the relationship and that they realized that there was nothing wrong with them when they had anxiety and they weren't broken and mentally ill, that they that they, they were responding to an adverse circumstance and that's not their, their whole future and that they can deconstruct that and reconstruct it and that they can find the networks that are driving them and change them, that they can learn to cope with the vagaries of life, that they can learn to 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 improve their relationship, to accept themselves, to find their identity. That those are what are happening in other people as I do my meaningful work. So Epicurus is saying that that a sense of peace comes from when our work is meaningful and it's and purposeful in the sense that when you do it, what is it doing in other people's lives? I've got some thrilling news to share with you. The BioOptimizer's Black Friday mega sale is in full swing. And guess what? It's not just a one-day thing. It's happening throughout the entire month of November. This mega deal is available only for my listeners with my code. Yep, you heard me right. 
it's our secret. You already know that I love bio-optimizers. These guys are the real deal when it comes to improving digestion and let's not forget about their top-of-the-line magnesium. It's truly the best on the market. Plus, they back up their products with a rock-solid 365-day money-back guarantee, no questions asked. Now is the time of the year when you fill up your shopping carts and stock up on bio-optimizers. Goodness, you won't find a better Black Friday deal anywhere else, not even on Amazon. The biggest discount you can get and the amazing gifts with purchase are available only on my page at biooptimizers.com forward slash Dr. Leaf with the code Dr. Leaf 10. We all have those never-ending Black Friday wish lists, but this year I challenge you to put your health at the top of this. So why wait? Choose to put your health first this Black Friday. Head over to biooptimizers.com forward slash Dr. Leaf and enter the code Dr. Leaf 10 at checkout to get this amazing deal. It's biooptimizers.com forward slash Dr. Leaf with the code Dr. Leaf 10. Don't miss out on this mega deal for my listeners only. The link and details will be in the show notes. And then the third point that he brings up for a peaceful life is that we need to live examined lives that are examined around a core value or principle. So all of us have certain core values that we don't that we feel very uncomfortable when those core values or principles are broken via maybe a relationship that's maybe requesting that you, you know, sort of putting pressure on you to do things that you don't want to do or a religious environment that's making you think things that you don't agree with or a some sort of cultural thing that you're involved in that's making you um, compromise your values or something at work where you're being told to do something or engage in some kind of work activity that goes against your core value. Those will steal your peace. You know, what are the peace stealers? Peace stealers are things that are that you're doing that go against your core values. And to find out what your core values are, you can simply, you could just Google core values and you could get a list and you know, type that list out and stick it on your phone. And then with those core values in mind, to have those as a guidance, um, like, you know, and, and so that you can say, okay, from those, what are my basic core values? What are the principles that I'm going to stick by? I believe in this and I'm not going to do something that makes me say the opposite of that. Th- this kind of way of operating at work is what, integ- what I consider a core value for me. And if I go against that, I, I can't do that work. I can't be in this relationship if it's going against X core value. So, you know, you know, work those out, spend a bit of time working those out. And you, you know what they are when, when you spend a bit of time on it, you, you'll, you'll work those out. But if you're finding it difficult to work out, just see what really triggers you in terms of, um, maybe you're in a conversation and someone says something that really makes you think that's so wrong. That's something I could not do. That's a signal for you of a core value. And then, you know, pay attention, write that down. What was it about that? What, why was it going against your, what you believe in? So your core value is, um, is, is, is when something is going on around you in your life that is making you feel like uncomfortable and this is not right and this goes against who I am and I need to stand up for this. This just recently happened to me. I was doing a keynote and the response of the audience was incredible. People were changed and that kind of thing. But I was asked to, in, in the, in the briefing to talk about something in a way that I couldn't because it went against my core value. It was wrong. It wasn't right. So I didn't talk about it. And if I did talk about it to keep that person happy, that would have been going against my core value. So I didn't. And 
even though the talk was incredibly well received and the person loves my stuff, the person said, why didn't you talk about that? And I said, because that goes against my core value. It's not something I believe in. So I, had, I stood up for it and I didn't lose my peace. I would have lost my peace and my respect for myself to a certain extent if I had compromised on that. You know, And so that's an example of making sure that you are aligning you, 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 with your core value, that you'll keep your peace if you what you do is aligning with your core values. So it's really important to find your core values. So in summary, prioritizing building social relationships, really prioritizing them, that they're quality, having a meaningful work life that has a level of purpose that it's not just about you, but it's actually doing something in other people. It's what's happening in other people and making sure that you're living a life. Everything you do in your relationships, work, um, friendships is aligning with your values. Those three things are key, ancient pieces of wisdom from Epicurus that will help you find a sense of peace in your life. Also, if you find you're getting stuck, let's say that you can see there's something in a relationship that's your peace is going in some way. Or um, so you can, you know, you, or these, your peace is just not, you're just not comfortable. You're just losing peace. Then you could do a neurocycle and you could gather awareness and see, you know, is it, are you prioritizing social relationships? Are you, you know, is it, is the, by working through the neurocycle, you could question yourself on these three things. Is your work meaningful and, and are you achieving that purpose that impacts others? Is it something that's going against your value system? So you could do the neurocycle to see, um, from the gathering awareness and reflect to see where those three principles are maybe somehow not working properly in your life. And then you could then work out, and it may take you the full 63 days to work out why you've got this sense of peace that's missing in your life. And it could be those three stimulate a bunch of others because those are not the only three things that can steal your peace, but they're good places to start. So a good way of doing this is the neurocycle. As I said in the beginning, if you're a first-time user, you can get the Neurocycle app on web now, and there's a 20% coupon discount on that. The linking details on the show notes, but you can also get the app on and um, Apple and Android and Apple. So if you've enjoyed this episode, I would love it if you would like and share and subscribe this ep- uh, share this episode with friends and family and subscribe to my podcast. Leave a comment, leave a five star review if you enjoyed it. I'd love that. Helps me help more people. And I hope you'll join me next week because the information that I give about your mind is more valuable than riches because your mind drives everything. So join me next week to get more really good mind enrichment. See you then.